This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. so far. I, I tell you what, where do these people come? You know, I'll tell you what. Oh, we have another one over here, another single. Uh, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Looks like a nice little guy, actually. Go home to mommy. Go home. Bye. Go home to mommy. Go home to mommy. Tell her to tuck you in bed. Uh, he's such a nice guy. Nasty little I tell you, nasty people. Thank you. 
Whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Jersey Judah, back 6.40 p.m. earlier than usual. I'm going to try to get this episode out of the way and have it uploaded. I still got a lot of shit to do um, on, on break at my job, so you already know what it is. Part 2, Manosphere Monday, another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. All right, so... Y'all didn't check out the last episode, check it out. It's only about 45 minutes long. This one's definitely going to be longer. Pause. Videos from Please Act Right and Alienated TV. We have uh, Please Act Right. Shout out to Raul. Going over Brittany Renner and how delusional she still is. Talking about she's waiting. Um, if there's good men out there. Or, there's, uh, or how she put it, quote, men tell me. I'm too good for them, end quote, okay? Then with Alienated TV, we got 35-plus-year-old modern women hit the wall hard and issue toxic dating advice. So we're not going to waste any fucking time, man. We're going to jump right in with the shenanigans, jump right into the fuckery. I'm not even going to comment. I'm not even I'm not even going to comment until, like, the first four minutes. Everyone wants peace, but nobody likes confrontation. You know why I love war? Because the objective of war is peace. Or is the objective of war to gain power and control? (laughs) And sometimes to get peace, you have to choose violence. I mean, nobody wants to resort to violence. But sometimes you gotta punch the bully in the mouth just to show them this ain't that. Hey, this is Ro, please act right. Well, Brittany Rainer is at it again. She says that a man has to get on one knee and propose to her if he wants her to marry him. If this ain't the most delusional woman of them all, I don't know who is. She still claims she's marriage material. So let's play a couple of videos and see if she is. Now make sure you stay tuned because Brittany has been told by these men that they don't want to be bothered with her, but they did it in such a subtle way, she doesn't even know it. And she's repeating it in interviews. And you're going to see in this video. But before we get started, a 30 second word from our sponsor. And that's when we skip 30 seconds, player. Let's go. Let's go. Update on my vagina. Yeah. Since so many of you have your nose in all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm just joking. You see, when I, I, that's why I hate when people are like, I'm just joking. Because there's always truth in jest. I wasn't joking. A lot of you have your nose in I was actually being serious. Anyways, I got the copper IUD today. Won't trap me! So for those of y'all who don't know what a copper IUD is, it's a little T-shaped device that they put inside a woman to protect her from getting pregnant. So then she yells, you won't trap me. How would you, the woman, 
getting pregnant by a millionaire man trap you because we already know that you're not going to sleep with a regular earning man you made that perfectly clear in past videos <laughs> oh i know you hand me the ring uh, no plan, engage or nothing. A man wants me to push a baby out this power portal. You're gonna have to get on one knee, motherfucker. This bitch got everything between her legs except a power portal. That is no power portal. That portal possesses no power. That portal has only been accessed with continuous dosages and continuous amounts of cocks. Pussy's been ran through like the yellow light. Give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. Are the rest of y'all like me, just waiting to see what fool, I mean, I mean, what man would actually embarrass himself and propose to They're the only ones. They're the only ones that are going to attempt to get past the body count are those guys. <coughs> now, here's the thing. I use that beta and alpha shit. That's characteristics. That's not character per se, although there are people who perpetuate and sort of give off that beta male sort of provider energy to women. And those are the guys, whether they like it or not, those are the guys who usually get shelved for the more exciting bad boy type of guy. This isn't like movie shit. Like this is real life, right? So They'll see a woman like Brittany Renner, who's in her 30s, still has some attraction, but is legitimately she's she's legitimately known as a sleuth. She's known as a IG slur. She's an IG slur. She's a, she's essentially an IG thoughtbot. An IG thoughtbot. Despicable. Ugh. Be that be that last guy, dude. You're the, you're the last guy. Like you're the last one. It's like the participation trophy. It's like it's like, especially if you can compare this to like how society is today. Anyway, so just imagine like literally a race for pussy, and like the guy who gets last place still gets the hit, right? He still gets the woman. But the woman's been ran through by the person in first place for two weeks, then the second place for a week, then third place for a week, fourth place, and then you're all the way at the end. And then you're held responsible for taking care of her and giving her the lifestyle that you feel that she feels that she deserves. Give me a break. Get out of here. Beat it. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Beat it. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Despicable. This woman, I'm not saying it won't happen, but it won't be the type of man that she wants, but we'll see. I'm already manifesting that. My husband, he on his way. He coming to get me. <laughs> oh, 
So you found that statement to be hilarious too, huh? Yeah, that was a good one, girl. You got jokes. And now she's going to talk about submission. Oh, boy. It's painfully obvious why men love the idea of a submissive woman. Submissive, per its definition, is ready to conform to the authority or will of others. The prefix sub means under. Think of subpar, submarine. In short, your world is under his. Now there seems to be a theme here, good girls versus bad girls. A lock that can be opened with many keys is a broken lock. And if you can't submit to a man, you're gonna dial him. So my question to men is, do you want perfect Polly? A puppet? A prisoner? Or a partner who has no problem overtly challenging you? See? Here she Mission failed. We'll get him next time. She'll never understand it. She'll never understand that a man is going to question you and your past. But considering the fact that a man doesn't have to question your past because your past is already out there, you're not going to get really anything of high value. You're going to get those things for one night and one night only. It's going to be a pump and dump. And, you know, this bitch got a laundry. I'm not I'm not going to mention I'm not that's not my I'm not doing no shade room shit. So I ain't going to do none of that. But she got a laundry list of niggas that she fucks or she fucked. And on certain IG videos, she openly talked about it. I believe I, I've I've uh, brought that onto the podcast at one point or another anyway. But she expects, and this goes back to like this toxic advice aspect. And this is not even the alienated TV clip yet. But it's women who are bitter give give women the same sort of advice or women who are just very free about their um, expression when it comes to sexuality and how many guys she's been with and it's a flex for them but it's really only a flex by what the man makes right like if the nigga ain't making shit it's not going to really be that much of a flex. Or if, if it's a guy who's, you know, good looking genetically, that's somewhat of a flex, but he still has to have a little bit something going on. You see what I mean? So, and, and on top of that, it's biology, like women out there who just give it up to, to mad different niggas, they're setting themselves up for failure. Overtly challenging you. That means openly challenging you. Challenging him for what? Challenging everything he says because you want to be combative? Yep. Challenging him to be better based on the way Negative. you address this? Negative. Challenging him to be combative. Correct. What every man is looking for in a wife, right? <laughs> and knowing your partner's love languages, that's one thing. Being submissive is a whole other thing. It's its own thing. If you find yourself abandoning your wants, needs, desires to make something work, I'm here to tell you, it was never a match to begin with. And you're absolutely right, Brittany. You are not a match for a man who's looking for a submissive wife. You're not. 
supposed to abandon your wants, needs, and desires for anybody. It should align with the person that you're looking to spend the rest of your life with. Ladies and gentlemen, if you take the word submission and define it as being told what to do no matter what, agree with me no matter what, I'm going to control you no matter what, that's incorrect when it comes down to what submission really means in a marriage. Brittany Rayner is 30 years old now, and if she doesn't truly understand what submission is, she has no business talking about some man getting on one knee and proposing to her. Frying her. <laughs> this thing is frying this bitch. Cooker. Fuck it. Fry this hoe, man. Fry her. Get her out of here. You know what I always find so amusing when people are like, be careful with Brady Renner. Watch out for Brady Renner. The big red scary gold I would never want my son with a girl like her. So what does that say? But once again, what does that say about you? You put yourself out there as a legit sex object. You talk about finessing men for profit on camera. It's like this whole Cardi B crowd. Like they just finesse drug niggas. They do whatever the fuck they got to do. They got the the one dude, uh, what the fuck was that on? Uh, I forgot the guy. It was some, it was some like passport nigga, but he, he's been doing this shit for a minute, but it was some guy who goes to like Brazil and shit, or he went to Colombia and got drugged by a bitch. Bitches out there drugging niggas and robbing them, taking everything. Y'all keep going out here thinking these bitches are innocent, man. You keep thinking these bitches are innocent. <laughs> Listen, those of you who have the strongest opinions about me genuinely want me to stick my whole tongue in your ass. You just don't know how to ask for it. Ever since I... <laughs> like, it's not even a legitimate argument of what she's saying. It's just... Ruin my reputation I'm free to be myself And that's really what a lot of you hate to see Now you're free to be yourself Knowing you was already being yourself When you messed up your reputation Because you live a lie every <laughs> single day You're settling every single day You're miserable every single day And here I am 30, flirty, and thriving Oh god <laughs> oh. This bitch said 30 Wait, wait, hold up Hold up, man. I got to bring that back. I'm sorry, guys. I got to bring that shit back. Hold up. Those of you who have the strongest opinions about me genuinely want me to stick my whole tongue in your ass. You just don't know how to ask for it. Despicable. Ever since I ruined my reputation, I'm free to be myself. And that's really what a lot of you hate to see. Now you're free to be yourself. No, you was already being yourself when you messed up your reputation. Because you live a lie every single day. You're settling every single day. You're miserable every single day. And here I am. 30, flirty, and thriving. <laughs> 30, flirty. That was a tongue twister. 30, flirty, and thriving. Despicable. 
you could tell just by her, her namesake alone, you could just just count them up. Tons of them. Count them up. Count them. Count them all up, man. Because she's been through them. Motherfuckers should know that. Bitch, bitch like her should have just like a like a postage, a postage note just glued and fucking nailed to her forehead. Just so you know that she's, you know, community property. Very cautionary. Have like a caution, have the caution logo. Yeah, because this she's a hazard. She's a human hazard. <laughs> Despicable. Ugh. And single because the guys that you want are not gonna settle for you. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. Hold up. Scorching this bitch, man. This is sickening. And he's doing it. He's doing it with ease, man. He's got the fucking. He's got the fucking cookout music in the background. Just frying this bitch. This is bad. At some point, she's gonna figure this out. Not now, but at some point. Of course not. <laughs> no, you can never. You can never. You can never be Brittany Renner, babe. But you know what I love? I love that you know this ain't that and that ain't this. Because y'all know who to play with. <laughs> what? Never mind. I'm not gonna waste none of my brain cells trying to figure that one out. Ho logic. That's ho logic. That's what I call ho logic. Ho logic. Yep. I think I did an episode on whole logic and it's just all concepts that bitches come up with in their heads. It's not even concepts. It's more like copes. Let's just be honest. Um, so if they reach a point of where they're 30 and they don't have a man, they'll just come up with excuses saying that a man couldn't equal up to me and a bitch ain't doing nothing. She work at Starbucks. She just a basic average bitch. Ain't nothing wrong with those women, but realize where you're at in life. You know what I'm saying? Like be realistic. Me, I ain't shit. I don't talk like I'm I'm making millions of dollars. I don't do none of that shit. I never did that shit before in my life. And even if I made it to that point, I would probably never talk about it. You know what I mean? If if I even made it to that point, I would not talk about it. But yeah. The Britney Renners of the world. So far, I'm not seeing any growth or maturity that would make a man want to marry her. Let's keep in mind that this is somebody black. So how is she portraying herself on her social yep. media pages these days? Yeah. A 30-year-old single woman looking for a man of value. And she's still doing this nonsense. Oh, she's she working. this to the teenagers and the 20-year-old. Oh, she's twerking. Oh, she's twerking. It ain't a big deal. You see Sierra, Sierra's still twerking. Russell who? Still twerking. <laughs> still twerking. It don't matter. 30 something. You kidding me? You see bitches 45, 50 years old on TikTok twerking, wearing tight skirts. Just like these fat landwells looking just monstrous. <laughs> monstrous. <laughs> Monstrous. I don't even know if that's a word. I know it's not a word, but I'm going to use it anyway. Bitches be looking monstrous. All right. This ain't a big deal. Um, especially a bitch, especially a woman with any credibility outside of social media. Like I said, Sierra is another example. 
She was at the gas station twerking. Then she was at Walmart twerking. Like, these bitches, I don't get it. Then you had the one chick that ran, I forgot what, where she ran, the black chick. She did the handstand twerking upside down. She had a nice body, though. I'll give her that. But, you know, you're running for office. Like, what type of shit are you on, bitch? Like, get her out of here. Get her out. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Get her up out of here. She was a Democrat anyway. All right? Anyway, let's keep going. We know she only wants to date guys with a lot of money. When have you ever seen Kobe Bryant's wife doing this on social media? Magic Johnson's wife doing this on social media. Michael Jordan's wife, well, when he was married, doing this on her social media page. Never. Because these women carry themselves with class and dignity. You know, like an adult. And they know, they knew that they couldn't fuck up with a nigga that was making as much money as the niggas that they had. There wasn't that mindset necessarily of going to the next best thing if you're with somebody like fucking Michael Jordan. See what I'm saying? Like, there's no logic within that perspective. It, it doesn't make sense. Especially when you have a child, like I said before. So far, I'm not seeing marriage material in Miss Brittany here. I have made a lot Negative. of mistakes in my life, and I plan on making a lot more. Yes, of course. <laughs> and this is exactly why you shouldn't be giving advice on your social media pages yeah. or talking about getting married. You should not be planning to make a lot more mistakes in your life. You should be planning to minimize your mistakes. As you go through life as an adult, especially when you have a child, you should seek counseling on just about anything that you're about to accomplish that you're not familiar with. Like the Bible says, in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. So to say you're planning to make a lot more mistakes in your life is the mentality of a teenager. I have more courage in my big toe than a lot of people do in their entire body. You may have a lot more courage than most people, but you don't move with intelligence. You keep expecting the top tier man to come into your life and marry <laughs> But you've proven over and over again in your past, and you're still proving it now that you are not a top tier woman. Pick me, pick me, pick me. I used to be pick me. That's why I hate pick me's now. <laughs> you hate pick me's? Yes, because you ain't getting picked, okay? <laughs> you're not getting she hates pygmies, and she used to be one. And she's saying, if you're still a pygmy, you're not going to get picked. Well, she got picked one time, and we know what happened with that, right? Huh. And nobody has picked you since. Hell, you could have just stayed a pygmy then, because clearly, no longer being a pygmy was a lateral move. Ooh. You're still single. Now, pay close attention to this part right here. This is what I was talking about earlier. This is where the guys that she's hanging around are telling her that they don't want to be bothered with her. Jesus. <laughs> I love it, yo. I love this shit. She doesn't even realize it. Eliminated. Never in life have I said you deserve someone better. I've had a lot of guys tell me that. Ew, I would never say that. There's no better than me. Did you catch that? She just said she has never told anybody you deserve better than her. But she's had a lot of guys tell her that she can do better than them. Listen to it. Yeah, man, slow motion. Never in life have I said you deserve someone better. I've had a lot of guys tell me that. Ew, I would never say that. There's no better than me. She's never told a man he can do better than her because she says nobody's better than her. But she says... Pretty narcissistic, pretty solipsistic, right? I had a lot of guys tell me that okay. she can do better than them. To me, that sounds like a brush off. Oh, no, Brittany, you can do better than me. You deserve better than me. I'm not good enough for you. Go find that guy that's better than me. Remember the old, it's not you, it's me. Brush off. These guys are just being polite because they don't want to be bothered with her. And she doesn't even realize it. 
Play it one more time in slow motion. Never in life have I said you deserve someone better. I've had a lot of guys tell me that. Ew, I would never say that. There's no better than me. Despicable. Despicable. Office, she doesn't even realize it. I told you, men with money do not want to be bothered with her. This is why she's never going to get married because she's holding out for men that don't want her. The funny thing is, we all see it, but she doesn't. But I guess we can let her live in our fairy tale, can't we? I get jealous of my friends who can just do Tinder because I'm like, I wish it was that simple. I could just swipe through and pick. I, I gotta hope I run into Prince Charming at Whole Foods or, you know, hope he has enough courage to slide in my DM. If I wanted to delete my social media and I work at Target, I'd be trending on Twitter. Yeah. Look at this loser. She works at Target at my core. For all the people that work. See? But you've, you've signed up for all of that. Everything that came with it, you celebrated it. So women who always, this, like these type of bitches that teeter back and forth, it's like, she wants to be strong and independent one minute, but then she plays victim when things go tough. Video evidence just explains the entire character of Brittany Renner. Humbly. It's the entire like character background of an individual, right? Now, motherfuckers like me, I'm just an average blue collar motherfucker. So even if a motherfucker would try to dox my job or dox and whatever the fuck I do, it's not a loss for me. Especially talking about the shit that I talk about because I stand on the First Amendment. So I don't give a shit. I take hate speech and all that shit. I want the First Amendment. I got the right to talk about the fuck I choose to talk about. And people got the right to listen or not listen. Seems very reasonable and fair to me. But anyway, you know, this bitch, man, it's just, it's, it's a repeated process of not, it's, it's a repeated process of number one, never necessarily learning from your mistakes, always repeating it. And with her, she's just willing to acknowledge that she's going to repeat it. So really, I can't say anything bad about her besides the fact that she is like a glorified tramp. Um, you know, she's an electronic prostitute, essentially. And, you know, she goes back and forth with the strong and independent and victimhood mentality. Nothing more, nothing less. It's just entertaining because, you know, she always tells on herself. Work at Target. You are not a loser if you work at Target. But the truth is, if she was seen working at Target, they would clown her until the end of time on social media, just like she said. So she's absolutely right. And for her sake, she better have her money right, because she's 30 years old. What if she lives to be 80? That modeling body is not going to last forever. That was the mentality I had for a long time. Like, who cares about their character? He's a starter. Like, I'm strong because I follow my heart and I can cry <laughs> in the car yeah. and show it to millions of people. Like, I'm strong because I follow my heart and I can cry <laughs> in the car yeah. and show it to millions of people. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Ugh. 
despicable. So she considers herself to be strong because she can cry in her car and film it and show it to millions of people. Now, what did Ayala Van Zandt say about that? And the other thing is, when you're in that place of, you know, deep, dark desperation, I I have to say this in this day and age, in this day and time, stay off social media. Stay off social media and don't tell your sad, heartbroken, busted up love story on social media. Why? Because you're giving that thing energy. How many billions of eons of light and energy are going into those words as you send them out into the world, opening yourself to criticism and speculation of people that have no business in your personal life. Don't put that on social media. Not your hurt, not your anger, not your upset, not your disappointment and blasting. I'm sorry, man. I had to cough that shit up. I'm still getting over that sickness, but I'm also coughing up the bullshit that that, that bitch just said too, as well. So it's two for one. Wow. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, women staying off of social media. Um, let me tell you how easy it is for an average guy to stay off social media, right? For an average guy to stay off social media, he essentially has maybe a a small circle of maybe two to three solid friends. So those two to three solid friends would probably be the only people he directly contacts with via messenger on Facebook. Right. If he took away social media, he would have had their, their he would have been texting them. So guys, from my perspective, like. I don't care about being in circles at this point. You know what I mean? Because it's just too many different ideologies and personal beliefs. I mean, I'm willing to have open discussion with people over these things. And I it, but for me, it would be it would just be retarded to just ignore, like, like for me personally, like people who talk about like being atheists and shit, like if you're an atheist, like that's cool, I guess, you know what I mean? To each his own. But me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't dilly dabble with that. And I, at the same time, I'm not religious either. So I tend to confuse a lot of people. Um, I consider myself spiritual. I was raised with uh, Christian values and whatnot and all that shit. But I don't go along with that particular uh, brand or the brand of religion itself. Um, So a lot of people would some people would just challenge that. Like there would be a lot of a lot of Christians would challenge what I talk about. Um. But I'm pointing out the the obvious, right? So, like, if a man, if a man doesn't have sexual a lot of sexual partners, and he's looking for a woman to be with long term, would it be wrong for that man to expect the woman to not have a lot of sexual partners, or would you just blame it all on this um, female empowerment, woman empowerment, woman liberation? 
um, BS. Like what what would be what would be your alternative in that situation, right? Because MGTOW, MGTOW always gets treated like garbage when it comes to mainstream media. But they'll still slowly but surely take the talking points of the MGTOW philosophy. Slowly but surely. Whether it's Bill Mars mentioning some some like semi based bullshit or it's somebody else. You know what I mean? Or it's like Dr. Phil bringing in like red pill content creators, like all this type of shit. Like it comes to no surprise that this shit was pretty much on its way to be mainstream already. Right. So now it, it just boils down to like if a person, if a person's listening to this shit for entertainment, then hopefully y'all niggas is entertained because these bitches telling themselves that's just number one. First and foremost, um, on an educational level, it's simply just showing women um, telling on themselves. Brittany Renner has been out there. She's putting herself out there. And slowly but surely, she's dealing with the consequences. He's he was like, maybe, I don't know, it's going to be happen. To show that I'm really not this, like, Billy badass, heartless, sucky business. It makes me feel so vulnerable. Sucky As a former business. man-hater myself, <laughs> I can say that my perspective and my feelings were still valid. If I have shitty experiences with men and I hate them, I'm allowed to feel that way. Now, is that productive and progressive to having a husband and family? No. Also, oh, now you finally figured out that you can't hate men and want a husband at the same time. Isn't it amazing how they always figure it out 10 years too late? Now, I'm just going to come out and say it. There's about a 3% chance that she's going to marry the type of guy she wants. You Damn. Know. Yikes. 3%. Aye, aye, aye. A guy with big money, after Britney has done the damage to her aye, aye. on social media, any guy with big money that proposes to her is going to get drugged through the ringer on social media. And we all know it. It would be one thing if she was showing signs of really being white material, but I don't see it in her. And clearly the guys that she's hanging around, they don't see it in her either. That's exactly why they tell her, oh no, I'm not good enough for you. Go find... And let me just be honest and be direct here. There is no being convinced from a Britney Renner. See, because Britney Renner puts her past out there. She puts everything that she's been through in public. So for the guy to essentially be with her with that reputation, it's automatically going to be a bad look for the guy. No ifs, ands, or buts. Don't matter how much money the man makes. Someone that's good enough for you, and we all know the rest. Why would a man who is successful and sought after by most women choose to marry a 30-year-old single mother Yikes. for the last five years Yikes. and shown that she is mentally unstable? Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, my God. The firing squad, Raul from Please Act Right, lining up. Just completely lining up Britney Renner. Despicable. Turned this bitch into a firing range. All on target. But hey, I could be wrong. And for her sake, I hope I am. But in the meantime, dress warm, Britney. 
dress warm. Oh my god. Hey, somebody didn't tell you, and I love you, so I might as well give it. Don't forget to subscribe. Oh Click that notification bell to get notified when I post a new video. I post a new video every week. And in the meantime, will you please act right? My name is Alright, man. Shout out to Please Act Right, man. We're about to go into this next fucking video. Alright? We're already, like, what, 40 minutes into this motherfucker? Voice is still kind of fucked up. Pretty much been coughing up the rest of this fucking um, mucus that I have in my chest. But I feel myself getting a little bit better as we go along here, so... We're gonna move on to Alienated TV. 35-plus-year-old modern women hit the wall hard. And issues, toxic dating advice. Jesus. Everyone's always like, I can't wait to be MILF. I can't wait. Okay, well, I don't want kids. So I guess I'll just be hot and old. Don't work like that. It does not work like that. Okay? Despicable. What are the chances that this lady suffers from narcissistic personality disorder? Oh, I'd say there's a high probability. And it's comical that she thinks that being hot when she's old is a choice. <laughs> I had to reply to this. Dating in your 40s is like shopping in a thrift store and looking for the least damaged thing. Number one, you have to ask yourself a question. If you're 40 years old, you're on a dating app. Nine times out of 10, you're a female failure. That's number one. That's number one. You failed as woman. If you're 40 years old, you're on a dating app. You are the low of the low. Okay? That's that's the harsh reality. Now, you'll get horny younger men that will fuck you. Right? You will get horny younger men that will fuck you. But will they put anything into you? Um, not put anything necessarily. Well, matter of fact, will they put a seed into you? Uh-uh. Probably not, right? Are they going to put any sort of commitment into you? Uh-uh. None of that. You're just going to be a one night, right? So you are the delusional one. You are probably the most damaged in the items that a man will just scroll through or swipe on just to try to get a nut off. This is what I've said ever since I became a single person again at the age of 35. Oh, my God. She then goes on to say that if you're past the age of 35, then you're probably dating in the hope that you'll find someone's lost treasure. But basic is wrong. Brutal. You know, in you're looking through everybody else's trash. <laughs> probably past is best, but you can probably fix it up. You're goddamn right. That is essentially what dating is like past the age of thirty-five. <laughs> what she's failed to add here is that this is not the case for men. If a man does the work, he never needs to look through the trash ever again. If a man pays your bills, what exactly do you think you should be doing for him? Nothing. Showing up. Are you serious? From my personal experience, that? a man that is confident in his masculine energy, that's a protector and provider, he doesn't ask me what I bring to the f***ing table, bitch. He's not worried. 
First of all, a high-value woman would not be speaking the way that you're speaking. Let's just get that out of the way. A high-value anything would not be talking in the way that you're talking right now. Let's just get that out of the way, especially as a woman. Um, number two, I mean, just from the tone, you can tell this bitch is just unapproachable, undateable, resting bitch face. Like, you know, these bitches all got the same sort of attitude, the same funk. About what I bring to the table. He's the table. He brings the table. He puts shit on the table and pulls out my seat in the motherfucking meantime. <laughs> Most women, when asked what they bring to the table, issue the following response. Someone asks, what do you bring to the table? I am the table. But according to the creator of the original video, it's conversely, the man's job to be the table. The woman's job is to simply show up. When a woman feels protected, provided for, etc., you're going to see her in her most feminine energy. Why? Because the man has created this space to allow her to feel safe enough to be that. Stop the cap. So if your woman isn't feeding you, giving you that love, warm, feminine, tender attention that you guys so massively crave, it's likely because you, as a man, have fallen short. <laughs> like many ladies who offer advice on relationships and dating, she has such a certainty of her own opinion. Such certainty often leads to a lack of critical thinking and rational argumentation. You're goddamn right. So I want to use her content to make a wider point. Because this type of ill-informed advice runs rampant on social media. The core of this bias is the Dunning-Kruger effect. In 1999, David Dunning and Justin Kruger, two social psychologists, discovered that people are exceptionally poor judges of their own abilities, revealing a cognitive bias that impacts almost everyone on the planet. The lady featured in the previous video overestimates her ability at dating. Like a date. Like a date date or like a date. She likely thinks she's intelligent, so she assumes that she's capable of giving dating advice that's better than the average person. But dating is a complicated game that she clearly knows almost nothing about. In other words, <laughs> this person has a distorted perception of their own abilities. They fake them. <laughs> to accurately predict their performance on a given task because they overestimate their intelligence. They're extremely confident in their abilities, even though they don't know what they're doing. This is the Dunning-Kruger effect at work. Jesus Christ. Does oh this my next God. set of clips suggest that she's intelligent enough <laughs> to be imparting rational argumentation founded upon critical thinking? Don't date men. If you do, don't put in too much effort. They're not going to appreciate it anyway. Your coochie can be used as bait, but your mind is the real weapon. That's the one that's going to go in for the kill. If, if in fact, this was true... Women, hoes in general, would actually have husbands. If what she is saying is true, then all of these hoes would have husbands. But then again, this could be correct because a lot of these women are in open marriages.
I'm smoking on that base pack right now. Rest in piss, you won't be missed. All right? Okay? So, yeah. That's 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 what it breaks down to. There there is no well, matter of fact, let's go through a little bit more. Cause hold up. That's crossing the line. Why is anyone dating men anymore? Straight women. I have one question. Are you okay? So I'm sitting here thinking to have absolutely no other options besides the male species is a fucking horror film. God, you're sick. According to Bertrand Russell, the fundamental cause of trouble in the modern world is because the stupid are cocksure while the intelligent are full of doubt. Bingo. This lady is severely lacking when it comes to understanding how to learn. This is a process often referred to as metacognition. Metacognition is the awareness of your own thought processes. It's being able to plan, monitor, and access your own performance and understanding. It's like your brain's way of grading itself. In their research, Dunning and Kruger discovered that the less people know about a subject, the lesser their metacognitive ability around that subject. Showing up! This is what makes them unaware of their own incompetence. <laughs> and this is a very strange thing, because it means that oftentimes, the loudest person in the room is usually the one who knows the least. I'm a tarot reader, and most of the clients that I get are always asking about an ex. Men are like children, they will take advantage of it. Virgo moons. You guys literally manifest your own diseases. Here we go. Here we go back to this manifestation shit. Okay? Here we go back into this horoscope. Oh, you're a Virgo, so you do this and that, and you rearrange the planets. Like, what the fuck? Bitches really judge character on on, on moons and stars and shit. It's unfucking believable. This if you hear me. Obviously, anyone who places value in tarot reading and astrology is a simpleton. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. I'm fucking believable. Roasted. The sad thing is that people who know the least are also the people who are least likely to take up a learning opportunity. Thanks. Education leads to understanding and humility. This stops a small amount of knowledge from being such a dangerous thing. How many of you think the educational system is working? One girl, thank you. I learned to read. When I listen to post-wall ladies talk about dating, it's clear that the Dunning-Kruger effect constantly contaminates their thinking. Oh my fucking God. Aye, aye, aye. We got these guys, we got these guys roasting these bitches for me. I don't even have to do nothing. Just sit back and record. Because they are incompetent and unaware, they will constantly make poor choices. I slept with a lot of people. <laughs> Not proud of it, but it happened. I did it. Cock carousel rider. And she's telling you straight up she belongs to the streets, man. Where's future at? She belongs to the fucking community. She belongs to the streets. Despicable. All for the nookie. And I will be damned if I have any kind of regret or feel shameful for how much s I've had. She's the village bicycle. 
Woman who made those choices uh, had no self worth. She oh. was scraping for any kind of attention. Everyone's had a ride. She Yikes. was using her really messy divorce as an excuse to drink heavily and f a lot of dudes. That's nasty. If any of this resonates with you, I want to make sure that one part sticks out. Freaky diggy business. Acknowledge the excuse and don't feel shameful. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, this is what this is how women have to go about doing things. And bitches like her, for you to tell me that she's not on anti meds, I would never believe you in life. Never. For a woman to think that way, to just hey, it's like yo. I mean, it's a catch twenty two though, right? Because it's like if if women are out there just telling you that she's been out there, she's pretty much telling you that she's not long term material. So almost look at it as she's doing you a favor, pretty much. What a loser. When used correctly, shame is a valuable tool that can help us meet our own expectations and live up to our values. Shame on you. Shame sometimes tells us we need to pay attention and work harder. We'll do better next time, sir. If a lady feels shame after a one-night stand, she might think that she should drink less and be more careful next time. I am done with booze. How's somebody supposed to start dating in their 50s when they done been married their whole life? Like, I mean, what does that even look like? Where do you find these people? Ugh. You know? Well, I mean, I found my last one online, so... Raw dog and some randoms. And just tell you, a lot of these old bitches, they'll still be online. They'll still grab a couple of, uh, a couple of providers, man. It's disgusting. Really, that did not work out for me, so I won't be swiping on anybody, but... Eliminate it. You know, and then what are you dating for? You know, like, are you dating with a purpose? You know, for like a future husband? Or are you just dating to play? Dating to play will scarcely yield good outcomes. <laughs> but the harsh truth is that a woman dating in her 50s has limited leverage to bargain with. Oh, shit, her 50s? Your 50s? You're a failure! In your 50s? Ma'am? Jesus Christ, dude. Give me a fucking break. Many men will view her as being a liability or see her as a net negative and lacking in utility. Similar to how women in their prime view at least 80% of men. Very true. You know, with Asian Bob, are y'all like on the same playing field? <laughs> I'm sorry, but if they got any kids at home, that's a no. I don't know where to start. I don't even know what to talk about. Okay. Like, and I mean, I'm going to have to do a complete background check on somebody before I even. This is terrifying, to be honest with you. And whose fault is that? I think you know exactly whose fault that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, man. Shout out to Alienated TV. I didn't think we would go through those two videos that quickly, but we did. I mean, there's a lot of things to sort of go over here. I mean, time and time again, the shit that I bring up, it just comes into light. You know, bitches 30 to 35 complaining about not finding serious partners, being through the cock carousel, being ran through, looking at influencers as Brittany Renner or looking at former washed up porn stars like Lana Rose 
as a possible option or a possibility to come up and make money. Okay. That's and look, you know what's going on. I know what's going on. You don't want to admit it. I don't give a shit. I'm getting sick and tired of this shit. Okay. Now, in all actuality, I'm actually very grateful for these toxic women because if they don't continuously put themselves out there on social media, onto platforms where I can take roast, um, BS, make fun of, I wouldn't have a platform. If women weren't out here being openly promiscuous, I wouldn't really have a platform. I mean, yeah, I, I would, but it would just be on a different topic. Or I would have just done what I was planning on doing from a minute ago, which is just read through Reddit posts. Which I probably will still do that in the near future now that I think about it. But you'll you'll realize the patterns where women, especially when you're older, if for a guy who's in his 20s, early 20s, he's going to look at this shit as a fucking joke and as a game. And, you know, I understand because when I, I, God forbid, what was I, 20, 26, maybe 27, when I first learned about MGTOW, and, and I looked at it as a complete joke at the time. I came right back to it. Came right back to it, or not to it directly, but to it when it came to its philosophies. You know, the reason behind no co- no cohabitation, no marriage, no long-term relationships with the degree of openly promiscuous slurs and harlots that will perpetuate themselves as sex objects, but will get offended when somebody points them out as a sex object. You can't make any of this shit up. This is where we're at today. It's absolutely pathetic. But I'm about to get ready to wrap this episode up. This episode was under an hour. The episode I did before was, what, 47 minutes? So we did a little something something. Um, I'm not going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to just do a regular episode, hopefully a two-hour piece tomorrow. I just wanted to break this up so I can get the rest of this work done. And knowing that I recorded something earlier, it's not that big of a deal. But um, I'm not leaving right this second, though. I want to make a couple more points. Um, with women like Brittany Renner, or women who are influenced by uh, by Brittany Renner, who are actually influenced by her promiscuity and her ability to be with multi-successful men are not necessarily a positive female role model, in my opinion. Now, women can say the same thing about, like I said, Andrew Tate. And I heard a lot of weird, I heard a lot of crazy things about Tate. I heard that Tate was married or some shit, which is, that's crazy. But at the same time, I mean, these guys are all in the same boat. You start seeing, I started seeing, I started seeing him on a lot of different guys' platforms that I just didn't really. And it's not to be real biased. It's just when people are pointed out for their hypocrisies, I can't, 
I can no longer stand by it. Like, you see what I mean? Like, if someone's pointed out or exposed for dealing with a single mother or currently dealing with a single mother and telling men not to deal with single mothers, that's not a good look. You see what I mean? And I started seeing, you know, Tate on a lot of these dudes' platforms and shit. I'm like, oh, okay. Because, like, I mean, with a lot of these dudes, it's about a grift anyway. It's about a grift anyway. Let's just be honest here. We got Rolo with the Rational Mail. You got Tate with Hustle University. Come on, man. And besides with Tate, a lot of Tate shit is just entertaining, in my opinion. And Rolo, you know, whether I look at his shit as meaningful today or not, he was still one of the people I listened to when I first started to get into all the, you know, the Red Pill, Manosphere, um, you know, section within YouTube. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's very interesting. Um, and, and, when, and when I say this, I mean, like, as a person who's just speaking on this shit, right? I'm just a social commentator when it comes to the Crimson Capsule discussions. With, um, with a type like Brittany Renner, as I, as I mentioned earlier, as well as a lot of roads, attractive women, right? If you were to erase or if you could erase, <coughs> which is, by the way, complete fiction, right? Sci-fi type fiction, right? If you could erase the whoredom from these bottom-feeding slores, attractive bottom-feeding slores, guys would see her as a top pick, Right? But it's only because of the actions she's made that puts her in the place that she's in. It has nothing to do with her looks, right? Um, Lana Rhodes, you're on camera getting gangbanged. You can't talk about playing victim. And you sign paperwork to do that. But it's the attraction that still gets the low-tier normies to praise and fucking, you know, frolic at the mouth and you know, spurred the fuck out over, you know, bottom feeding, low tier vagina, low hanging fruit. You know what I mean? Bottom of the barrel shit. It's absolutely disgusting and it's distasteful. And then post wall, post wall thotties, which by the way, Brittany Renner's just on her way. She's five years away from being just complete post wall, single and miserable. And guys get ready. I know I'm ready. I mean, this will be content as long as a bitch like this puts herself out there. This can be content for years. You know what I mean? There can just be a series of Britney Renner alone. And it's not even about dogging a bitch out. It's just about revealing what she reveals about herself and her situations. So, anyway, I think that's all I got to say. It's towards the end of another day. I got to get ready to do my eight and hit the gate. But in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another edition, the Monday Manosphere Monday edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel signing out. Peace.